Well, hello, fabulous people. This is Naomi Tucker with Planet on a Post-it Podcast. I'm very excited to be back and be talking to you today. I hope you're really doing well and you're looking forward to this episode. We are in Season 2, Episode 14, and today we're going to be discussing being intentional about diversity and inclusion in your event. But before we jump into the episode of today, I wanted to give you a few announcements that would be to your benefit to know. Number one, we have a new book for our book club. It is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, this book has been renowned for being able to showcase habits that you need to be able to put in place in your life. If you are having troubles getting started with anything new, maybe you're looking to drop that last 10 pounds, maybe you're looking to set up a better morning routine so you can be more productive, Atomic Habits is going to be the book for you. And I'm excited to be able to walk through this book alongside of you and come together to have a discussion. Now, our date for this is going to be August 5th, so please Put it in your calendar right now. I will wait for you to take out your planner, open it up, put August 5th in your calendar and write book club. (laughs) And when you do that, I am looking forward to being able to see you there. We're going to be doing things slightly different this time around. And I'm hoping that it would be a more inclusive environment and it is an actual environment that we're able to have a wonderful conversation. So mark this in your book. Stay tuned for more details. August 5th, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Got it? Perfect. Now moving on. There is going to be a new Facebook group coming. So if you are on the newsletter, you will be seeing this come out soon in an announcement. If you are not, go over to planetonapostit.com. And right at the top, there is an opportunity for you to be able to put your email address in there to get the newsletters. I send a newsletter out weekly or as close to weekly as I can get. And you will be able to find information about a new Facebook group to come. Now, this Facebook group is going to be showcasing more information. I will be sharing more information with you about event planning, um, how to balance things out in your life, um, and just be able to continue to have a conversation and to grow the community around Planet on a Post-it. And sometimes I know the Facebook page isn't that place. So we're going to create a group around that and hoping to come together uh, around this group and be able to also include the book club as a kind of as a feature of that Facebook group as well. So I'm really, really excited to be able to launch that group and to welcome you in and really start having really fun conversations with you all there. So stay tuned for that. Okay, this episode is about being intentional about diversity and inclusion. Now, there have been several devastating recent events that have occurred in the world that have advanced the conversation of of diversity and inclusion. 
and much of it started around the murder of George Floyd. However, the discussions that are being had, they are centering around racial injustice in our society. It's been amazing to see the collective collaboration of many voices of all colors and all ethnicities standing up for the injustices in our society. Now, as a black woman, I also feel that this is a unique opportunity to hear those that may not have been heard in the past, elevating the voices of black people and people of color, their stories and their struggles. Learning more only helps advance your awareness of situations that have been neglected. And once you're aware, you're able to act and those actions will help us advance our world, moving the needle and making the world a better place. So today I wanted to share with you four steps on being intentional about diversity and inclusion. Now these steps aren't my own steps, although basic, they can be used as a light post for conversations as we move through this greater time of awareness and action. I've adapted these four rules from Erica Hines. Erica is a diversity and inclusion specialist and consultant, and I'll leave the link for her website for you to check out in the show notes. You should go ahead, check her out. She's been doing tremendous work in the diversity and inclusion space, and she really knows her stuff. So let's get at it. These four steps on being intentional about diversity and inclusion are, please take out your notebook and start writing some notes. The first one is awareness, analysis, action, and accountability or allyship. Okay, so let's jump in and we'll discuss each one of these points. The first one is awareness. Now this is the first action to diversity and inclusion. Awareness is something that happens due to a trigger. In this case, the trigger for our society was George Floyd's murder. However, that doesn't mean that the voices of injustice have never existed before now. They were there. However, many of us were pretty desensitized to it. When you look at the word desensitized, it's really a clue in itself. That definition is having been made less sensitive or having been made less likely to feel the shock or distress at the scenes of cruelty or suffering. It reminds me of my husband. He loves hot peppers. And sometimes, no matter how hot the pepper is, he gets desensitized to that flavor in his in his mouth because he eats peppers often. It really takes a hotter pepper to be able to excite him or jolt him. Also, for example, my door refrigerator alarm comes to mind. I always leave the fridge door open, and after 30 seconds, the fridge gives me this annoying alarm. Now, what I do is I go in and I turn that alarm off, and although I'm still seeing the blinking light that my refrigerator door is open, I I don't have that sound beeping at me. So therefore, I tend to just let it go and thus could destroy anything that's in my fridge. I would reckon these situations are similar to what we've seen in our society. And now we have to work through the consequences of us tuning it out and turning off the alarm. 
This may call for a review of the system or people just actually getting in there and doing the work to ensure that moving forward, our society is equally and safe for everyone. So awareness means you need to see what's happened. You need to see what caused the alarm and understand from the perspective of those that rang the bell. With awareness, it's going to take us listening with both ears and just absorbing those stories. Understanding and becoming aware of the situation really is your first step. So now let's talk analysis. As you become aware, the natural inclination is to analyze, to judge, to respond without hearing the full picture. As I mentioned before, it's your advantage if you listen before judging or even before preparing your feedback to any issue. When it comes to matters of diversity and inclusion, it's always helpful to recognize the stories of others, to learn from those stories, to understand them. So during the awareness phase, you might want to pause on the questions that might be going through your mind and just take that opportunity to listen. But we're talking analysis. And what happens after you do that is you're now formulating those questions, understanding why you didn't know about this before, how does it affect you, and how do you want to respond to the world? You also want to understand if there's anything additional that you need to know right now that might help you figure out what your response may be. Making sure not only to analyze this for what it is, for you to also put it up against who you are as a person in your personal life, your career, your spiritual life. All of these factors matter because it gauges how you respond to the world. You want to be able to respond and have it be holistic in nature. So that's analysis. Definitely taking the time to ask yourself the questions that will gain you further understanding and help you prepare your response to the world. The third is action. Now, whenever we're called to a situation, it should never be in vain. People don't scream at the top of their lungs in an expression for help for those that they're calling just to turn around in ignorance and avoidance. So preparing a plan for you to act and support diversity and inclusion in your world should really be your next step. Now, this is different for everyone and everyone's unique. Some people are outspoken and prefer to support in that way. Other people are grassroots getting down and working with, you know, with the effort. And others like to just affect change on a one-on-one basis with people that they know in their circle of influence. Whatever your flavor, it's important to figure out how personally you will do better and how you can do better professionally. I love this example from Nathan Berry. He's from ConvertKit. And he shared a story on a recent town hall discussion about when he became aware of the need to have more women at his events. Um, He made an intentional action to ensure that there were more women speakers on the stage than male speakers at his event because he wanted to make sure he was representing the um, female community better. 
So he set in place this measurement and he was able to show after several events that he met his goal, that he had more women speakers than male speakers at his events. And this really was able to help him to be able to gauge if he was hitting the mark on what his goals were to be able to support that effort of diversity. Now, although this is an example of how to put a plan in action, be wary about putting too many goals in place like this because over time, goals need to be reevaluated and there always should be a conscious, heartfelt intent to ensure diversity and inclusion. So if you are going to create goals, make sure to have checkpoints at certain periods of time to ensure that you're making your goal, but you're making your goal in the right way. So what are you going to do moving forward? Are you going to read a few books and see how that changes your outlook and how you'll interact with the world? Perhaps your next steps are hiring a diversity and inclusion specialist to help you keep on track or aware. Take a look at your hiring practices and ensure that everyone is given an equal opportunity. That might be your next step too. Or how about this? Talk to your kids about injustices and how they can move their generation forward. There are so many ways to act. And as long as we take steps forward, we can ensure that the intended action will only gain us a positive outcome for humanity, for everyone. Now let's move on to our fourth step, which is accountability and allyship. What is a plan without accountability, right? A plan without accountability is a plan that has a huge potential to fail. Additionally, accountability shows your allyship and support for what you've set out to do with diversity and inclusion. Different groups can see your support and they will hold you accountable based off of what you set out to do. Everyone should strive to remain accountable to the actions that they set out and they should be intentional about diversity and inclusion. Now, if you struggle with this in your organization, then perhaps it's time for you to have a diversity committee or share your thoughts specifically with your human resources team. Create a plan, create a section of your world that's devoted to uplifting this purpose. Then assign someone, a team, or perhaps a diversity inclusion specialist to be able to ensure that all of your goals are upheld. One thing though, if you have someone that's going to help with this, make sure that they're empowered with bringing forth their concerns and their suggestions. When they do, repeat this process again. Become aware of the issue, analyze, ask additional questions for clarification, put a plan of action in order to support what needs to be done, and then hold it accountable to that team or that person. It should be a continual process that you continue to use every time you become aware about situations in our society that need to be, that need to be taken care of. So there are your four steps. What did you think about it? I really would love to know. I think that it's a pretty steadfast way of providing support to all of our lives. Now for me, I'm learning to too during this period 
not only about the stories of hidden figures and victims of injustice and inequality, I am hearing other perspectives as they come into their own awareness. I want to leave you with two questions that I hope would encourage your conversations moving forward. And these are not my questions, but I have um, heard them from someone and I will definitely link um, them in the show notes. Um, But this woman, her name is Aja, definitely brought forth some really great questions. And I think that everyone should be able to take note of them and use them moving forward. So really think about if you're if you're making someone wrong, you ask yourself that when you're clarifying and talking to people, really seek to understand, am I making somebody wrong? Because immediately people don't want to feel wrong and it really stops the conversation. So really take note of how you respond to anyone when we're working through matters of diversity and inclusion. And understanding this question really can help you in your conversations moving forward. And then the next question is, are you moving the conversation forward? We should always be striving to continue to move forward. It can be exhausting to be a witness to endless debates that do not move the issue and that do not bring progress to the situation. And I've even seen it that have completely missed the mark on what the issue is to begin with. So ask yourself, if you aren't contributing to move the conversation forward, then just save it for another time. We should be a society ready and willing to move forward past our struggles of the past. Ensuring that you're moving the conversation forward will always, always get us into a better place. Well, that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm really looking forward to chatting with you in the next one. Cheers. Hey there. If you've enjoyed this episode, please show it by subscribing and rating this podcast. This will help ensure that this content is able to be seen to others that may gain some valuable insights from it. If you want to learn more about Planet on a Post-It, please visit my website at planetonapostit.com. Planetonapostit.com. Thank you so much. See you next time. I'm not going to